Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Sons, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movies, shows, books, comics, games, and ever-roughing else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Disgraced Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist, Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings. If you are returning to this podcast, we welcome you back for our third season kind of up one two three Ooh. if you're brand new to this podcast and found us because you're looking for some coverage of a brand new star wars show that just premiered on disney plus then welcome to you you are in the right place now all three of us love star wars and we approach it from a celebratory place of positivity that pertains to what we like as well as what we don't like so mm-hmm. whether you are mm. old or new many boats many boats many boats that will make sense to you at some point just keep listening <laughs> <laughs> we just streamed the new episode in the main screening room of star binger base which has had several upgrades since last season caitlin has also been having a booming business with her cantina on the surface the porg and dagger hell yeah haven't you yeah yeah, it's been, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it, guys. I think we're, our nest egg is growing every single day. I like it. It's 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 hopping yeah. every yeah. night, you know? It yeah. just seems more and more people are there every day. We got theme nights. It's great. Yeah. It's the longest span <laughs> that, the, that the bar has gone without being blown up. <laughs> that, and that's, yes. that's really helping with business right now, don't you yeah. think, guys? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's one thing you could do to keep your revenue stream going. It's yeah. the lack of explosions, yeah. I think, yeah. that's really helping. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, also with us, as always, is our reprogrammed IT interrogator droid, AZ.00, a.k.a. Azu. Anything to report, Azu? Yeah, um, nothing to report, aside from, uh, you know, the usual many holocalls and alerts that have been coming in from the you-know-what from the end of last season. Uh, aside from that, you know, uh, nothing new. You can just keep ignoring them. You know, you do you. I would mm. answer them, but, you know, whatevs. You know, do you do you, you know. So, wait, wait, what? what's... What? No need to bring that up any further, Azu. Mm. Don't worry about it. He was told specifically not to bring that up, and he brought it up anyway. Well, but now it's, I'm it's curious. Not, Which kind of makes yeah. me... Yeah, yeah, now I want to know. Yeah. Okay. Worry, worry not. When yeah. when has uh, old man Silliman ever led any of you astray before? So, every season. Every season. Oh, God, I hate it when you say that. <laughs> As I said, never. That was the correct answer. <laughs> okay, yeah. We are recording on December 29th, 2021, and it's an exciting day because, as we've said, we have the premiere of a brand new Star Wars show to discuss. That's right. The long-awaited series, The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett is finally here. Before we get at it, though, let's throw it over to Caitlin for some news on the march. 
News on the mark. Why, thank you, Brian. So, guys, not a whole ton of Star Wars news since we since we all did this last together. I think there was a lot of preparation for the book of Boba Fett. Oh yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I think we we want to get into kind of a, a rumor moment kind of oh. thing. So, you know, take this with a, a grain of salt, a whole, you know, truckload of salt. Yep. But uh, have you guys heard of this thing called Star Wars Tales of the Jedi? Hmm. Perhaps. I have. The logo that was on, on the, that was famously <laughs> on gifts that nobody was supposed to see. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's gifts, holiday gifts for Lucasfilm employees. Um, no one's heard of this or knows what star wars tales of the jedi is uh mm-hmm. so i mean we don't know if it's animated live action is this a, a elaborate social media prank that was completely filmed by uh p- completely planned by lucasfilm and planted to confuse us mm. uh and drive up some chatter online ahead of the premiere of the book of boba fett who's to say i don't that know w- that would be interesting i mean the uh, tales of the jedi that's also a dark horse uh series uh comic book series from years yeah. ago so that also threw everybody for a loop it's like are you are you doing anything that's related to this dark horse uh, series uh, and Who where's Droid knows? Story? Why isn't Droid Story where's on the Where's Droid bag? Story? Where's Droid Story? That's, That's what the I want to know. Question. Yeah. That's a good question because Matt, it's on also on this on this thing. It was logos yep. for all the other shows that we that we know we're expecting, such as Kenobi, Kenobi, and or I've been in this fight since I was six years old. The Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Ahsoka! You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. And probably also Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. And, you know, but, but <laughs> wow. no... You know, all, uh, all, of the, all of the shows. All the shows. And then I think, Tales I, I, I of the I just Jedi. wanted an excuse to go through all of our runners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Visions <laughs> was also on there. This is going to take a while. There's a lot in there. You want to get Clone Wars in there? Just get throw Clone Wars in there while you're at it. Star Wars, the Clone Wars. So yes, sir. There you go. There yeah. we and, go. And, and of course, who can who can forget Star Wars Rebels? Oh, Rebels on you. <laughs> Is that all? I, I think we've officially re- we've run out of uh, tags. We don't have okay, any more okay, tags. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, that, that sounds right. There's some, we're definitely missing something, and someone's going to correct us later. But yeah. we'll we'll move on. So yeah, that on. so the the news is not so much news as it is you know social media frenzy, which often is what a lot of Star Wars news comes down to. Is people were freaking out about this online. Let's yeah. see what happens next, folks. <laughs> there you go. Personally, I think it like an, a Clone Wars style animated show that each week features a different Jedi or like High Republic or. Old Republic, even or the ones we already mm. know, like a different little parable with them, like Clone Wars did sometimes. I yeah. could get behind a show like that right quick. Uh, yeah. That could be very cool, especially That'd a limited series, fun. like eight episodes. Just give it to me. There you go, gorgeous. Yeah, just like and, and little little one offs, like little yeah. parables. Um, yeah, and, and that's and onto it. Or it's like do even do it anime. We saw what they did with Visions. Do it anime style. But this time Ooh. with like canonical Jedi and stuff like that, how cool would that be? I'd be into that. I'm very much into that because we don't have enough. Um, no, no, we need more. Got a new no. series. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. Always in motion. <laughs> yes. Uh, and that has been news on the march. 
with that, we're going to charge into Star Wars, The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. Now we're going to discuss and celebrate the Kark and Fark and Criff out of this episode. Whoa! For new canon reveals, we have our canon canon. We have hot takes along the way. We'll sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. Now, this episode is brand new, and we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So be warned that we are about to get into severe Spoiler territory. For good mm-hmm. measure, we're going to bring in our good friend, Werner Herzog, to do what he does. Werner? Hey! Oh, here I am. Sound <gasps> the spoiler klaxon. That's right. Now I get my own introduction now. Yes. I have moved up in the world after so much disarray. Isn't it nice to see the spoiler klaxon in the hands of a legend like me? Werner, legend. it's a new season. There's a gonna be proof. There's a new season. There's no point in pretending all aboard my magical spoiler train what is that Caitlin and Bush there's a clear order in which to watch Star Wars The Book of Boba Fett Season 1 Episode 1 and then listen to our podcast okay thank you Werner as you were and here we go again punch it I am Boba Fett speak freely The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 1. We're coming in at 39 minutes, directed Mm. by Robert Rodriguez, who, if we remember, directed Boba Fett's, not his return, his initial appearance in The Mandalorian, but his epic return in the episode The Tragedy, which Matt... Uh, you might remember that one because that's if you remember that's the one where the oh, razor. Come on, don't do it, man! Up. Don't do it! Come on, just move on. And the real tragedy of that episode is the Razor Crest. Uh, Robert Rodriguez blew up the Razor Crest. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to talk about it. Matt, Matt still gets really upset about it. We, yeah. we can move on. It's fine. That's it. I'm, I'm out of here, guys. I'm sorry. This is oh, just... Matt, no, come back. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Oh no! Don't stop. Wait. <laughs> Wait, no, no, okay. no, I'm back, I'm back, all right. Now that he's gone. Okay. <laughs> yes, he blows up your favorite ship, and now he just yep. gets handed a show. Also, I mean, come on. written by John Favreau, um, the soundtrack is out. Well. <gasps> wow. Oh. Uh, yeah, a single is out. <laughs> one track is out. Oh, okay, I'll take um, it. One track by... Yeah, by 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 our beloved Ludwig Göransson. It was released this morning, and it is the really cool music that plays over the end credits. So that's yeah. the that's the track. That's the chorus. The one with the chorus. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, and and whatever those. Well, I'm sure the the words mean something cool, and we'll figure out yeah. what those are. We we just watched all. We all just watched this this morning, so we did as you know as much research as we could in between. Yeah. Well, was it just me, or does the end credits have like like a little bit of uh, like Book of Mormon singing going on? I don't know. It's like, <laughs> they, could they get any closer to that? Like, no. I don't know. It, it all dovetails very nicely into each other. I think that's in your head because of what we do. I think. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. You've done a lot I'll of sound you. tinkering. I think that's. Yeah. Uh, I'll show well, you. Uh, uh, I think you'll show us. I, th- I think we'll all look forward to that. Hello. Um, That's thrilling. Well, also worth noting that going by the credits, music themes are by Ludwig Göransson. Score by somebody, a gentleman named Joseph Shirley, 
So it looks like this is one of those things like the big themes and moments are, are from Ludwig, but tying everything together, the score moments that everything is by Joseph Shirley. I wasn't aware they were doing that. So it's an interesting thing to keep in mind. That's fun. Um, first, right out of the gate, without getting into plot details, we it's been pretty much a year that we've been knowing that this show is coming since it unexpectedly popped up at the very end of season two of The Mandalorian. And we're like, what? Yeah. And we've had, it's been a long year. It's been, I don't know about you, it's 2021 has been like the greatest year of my life. What? Everything was great. What year Nothing is hurt. It's <laughs> been amazing. Okay. No, it's, I, it's like any, anybody who said that should, should be, you know, but, um, <laughs> so it, it's it's been a while, and this is also since the first live action Star Wars that we've gotten since we we since Boba sat on that throne, and since the premiere today is the first live action. So, first impression right out of the gate, without any specific spoilers or anything about the episode, just first general impression. Caitlin M. Bush, I am so happy about this show. <laughs> Um, the, the pacing seems exactly like what it needs to be. It's going to take this pretty slow and we're going to go on this journey of discovery throughout Boba's life. We're going to get flashbacks. We're going to get flash forwards. Um, this is exactly what I wanted. Exactly what you wanted. That's what Caitlin M. Bush said. Matt Romano, the other half of my heart. What are your first impressions? Do you agree with the honorable Caitlin M. Bush? It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I, I love this show. I, I was just smiling ear to ear. There's so much eye candy and, dare I say it, like wonderful, wonderful, beautiful fan service that mm. we'll get into. Um, but just a story that I always wanted to hear told. And it's just amazing to see it played out in the screen. Fan and I'm service, so I feel like also for you specifically, Matt. Yes, for me. Yeah, that's what I want to get to. I don't want to spoil there, there, it. But yeah, there were about two moments where I was like, well, that's Matt. And there's one moment I was like, that's Caitlin. And then yeah. there's a few that I'm like, well, that's 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 me, quite frankly. And then there's a some that's everybody. It's great. We all know that they're big fans over at Lucasfilm. They listen to the show. They've been taking notes over the past few, you know, 30 episodes or whatever. And they've given us, you know, they blessed us with this. They are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it's it's to the point where where Dave Filoni, Kathy Kennedy, John Favreau, they are calling me every day. And it's yeah. like, guys, I, you know, there's only so many hours and I'd love I to have a life more. outside <laughs> of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except none of that's true. I, I think for me, I, I, I very much agree with you guys. I, I, I love this, especially Caitlin. I like that you pointed out the slower pace. Especially mm -hmm. in and and we could, we've already sounded the spoiler klaxon, so we can go into it. We do get flashbacks, and I like that they are very—they're not dialogue free, but they're they're almost dialogue free. Yes, and it's very different. It's very uh, you know first weird act of a new hope in some places. Yeah, um, but it's not quite anything else. I like that it's uh, it's definitely a full on gangster crime show. We've had yeah. the Mandalorian is. As much as it's about bounty hunting, it's really about get Yoda baby home and everything else and, and Mandalorians. We've never had it. We've had episodes of things that deal with the crime syndicates, but not one that's all about it. What goes into running a syndicate and stuff like that. So yeah. it didn't dawn on me that we've we've never really explored that before. A little bit in solo. Yeah, they, that's yeah, that that's that that's the exception. Yeah, with Crimson yeah. Dawn. It's like yeah, that was yeah, the a little bit there. I, I I could think of. And mm -hmm. um, so if Zizor is going to pop up anywhere, Matt, in live action, <laughs> this, is, this is your best bet. Listen, I smell him coming, Brian. 
He's coming from my way. Smell those pheromones coming. <laughs> I smell Another them coming. Another thing I, 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 that I was thinking about before we actually get into the the actual plot and what we're supposed to be talking about, I like how things we always talk about things in Star Wars they go in cycles, and we joke often about the the George Lucas line that he says it's like poetry it rhymes, you know. It's like poetry mm-hmm. yeah. it rhymes, yeah. you know. It rhymes. Um, yeah. But it's true. It's true, and it does. And every ten years, there's peace, and then another war breaks out, and we get another trilogy because it's not yeah. called Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. But things, you know, that's because things generally keep being done the way they were done before, so these cycles repeat. And here we have a situation where everything would be easier if Boba Fett continued the cycle, if he did things the way that they were usually done. And he's told mm-hmm. this repeatedly, often by Fennec, but he's picking the harder option. And he yeah. wants to change things. He wants to do things in a different way. He's not content with how things were done. He's going to make a new way, even though that's going to be a lot harder. I think that's really interesting, especially for a character like him. And I guess you go down a sentient hole and you come out of the desert. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's going to make say. you want to make some changes. Yeah. Talk about a, a rebirth narrative right there. Yeah. 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 You yeah. fall into a Sarlacc pit. See, <laughs> see what, what, what comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you would know. Uh, so <laughs> we, we start, we got the familiar blue and red flashes, of course, of helmets in the intro, except Fennec's helmet is definitely in the mix Yeah, yeah. It's uh, one that I know definitely wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. And we waste no time. Right it on Tatooine, panning over to, I, I'm going to be, I don't, I keep calling this Jabba's palace, even though he's he's totally dead. It's but, really you know, it's, it's, now, that's what we but... know it as. It's Jabba's Palace. Yeah. It's a Jabba Memorial Palace. Yeah. There we go. Palace that formerly belonged to Jabba the Hutt and the Bomar monks before him. And then Bid Fortuna for a little while, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> it's a Jabba's Palace, this AKA Staples Center. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, and it shows us all of our, all of the, the rooms that we know and love, Jabba's dais, which now has the throne on it and all that stuff. And we cut to Boba in a back to tank, a, a horizontal back to tank. And he's immediately cut in with flashbacks to Camino. So we see the the seas, the rushing waters of Camino. And instantly, I was like, oh, glorious. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the first, it's like we're from Tatooine right to Camino. It's like coming well, home. This is exactly what, yeah, we all wanted it. And it's yeah. like, oh, I, I actually thought, oh, it's been so long since I've been to Camino. I'm like, no, it's been a few months. We were there <laughs> we were for the just entire there. finale of That's literally the last place we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. That, that was the last Star Wars thing problem. that we saw in canon was yeah. Camino. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, in canon, yeah. Yes. Um, and then we cut to the Geonosis Arena and we have little Boba picking up Django's helmet. And there are little inserts in here that are that were not in Attack of the Clones. There's he gets you really see a close yeah. up of, of the T in the helmet. So I don't know how they added more. They must be pickup shots from the movie that weren't used, you know? Mm. Looks like it, at least. Or, you know, they, they just threw some Geonosis stuff in the volume, grabbed yeah. the helmet, and told some yeah. kid to put on Boba's old PJs and, you know, lift it up. It's a lot of work. I don't, I don't think that was... <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see if Daniel Logan reappears as young yeah. Boba or something. It's like CGI'd down, if that's actually him. But it's interesting. there's definitely more to it there, so it was, it was interesting. Um, and, of course, the famous helmet to the head. And then we cut to inside the Sarlacc. And man, it's Mm -hmm. even worse in there than I had thought it was. (laughs) Yum, Caitlin, you're saying. You can see it. You can like you can like smell it through the screen. 
I always thought it was going to be like a big living room in the Sarlacc pit. Like they'd be all be like sitting around, you know, waiting yeah. to die, you know, but like they wouldn't be all tight together. You know? <laughs> a roaring fire. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mold wine, a little, a little life day tree. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's whenever I picture it, think of it inside, inside the Sarlacc. And for some reason I do. I always think of, oh, there are lights. All the people stuck in there can see each other. No, it's you're inside a stomach. It's it's dark. <laughs> Just sitting on a skeleton with like on his uh on his fist there, you know, just waiting. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Same as you being digested over a thousand years. It sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. like belly of a whale kind of yeah. thing where you're like floating around exactly. for a like while, a Pinocchio waiting thing. to well, die. Whenever I think of yeah. Yeah. this it's probably dark in there too. And for some reason I'm always <laughs> yeah. seeing it with lights. Um yeah. Well, that sounds like a me problem. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's dark and, we see, and he's he's covered in muck and it's definitely, but you, there's no mistaking it. And there's really no mistaking Boba for another Mando either. It's like, well, that's Boba. It's not like, that's Boba. oh, well, that's Fen, that's Fen Rao. Is, I think that, you know, it's, no, it's Boba. Well, then he finds the stormtrooper right there. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, he finds us a dead stormtrooper. Well, yeah, he's dead. And I'm like, well, did he eat him? Before he must have eaten him before the battle because we don't see any stormtroopers in that scene in yeah. Return of the Jedi. How long has that trooper been yeah. there? Yeah, exactly. Re- he's being di- he's only like fifty years into the thousand year digestion. Well, the Empire <laughs> yeah. has been around fifty years. I don't know. I can I can I can st- save that tangent for later. He rewires an air supply, <laughs> then turns on his his flames and. Pretty much. Then we cut to outside of Jabba's derelict sail barge and a little bit over from the Sarlacc. And Matt, like you've guessed or for <laughs> a while now, out comes the hand out of the out of the sand and he's out. And I was like, oh, well, Reborn. getting out of the. Yeah. And getting out of the Sarlacc itself. That's kind of the easy part. It's yeah. Everything that happened after that is awful because on Tatooine. Yeah. Everyone wants a piece of you. <laughs> Literally. No, and not to mention that he's like, he's like kind of like, like all the acid got all over him. He's like kind of half digested when he spit out of the, yeah. the, the sand. It's tough, yeah. tough start. Got scar, yeah. already scarring and, <laughs> and uh, he smells great, I'm sure. He, he's not doing well. And I think he does smell great. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you, Caitlin. Um, but he's out of the sand. He's just because he's just lying on the sand. And it's interesting, we we get a, a Boba Helmet POV, like we we're used to now, well, not used to, he does, they don't do it all the time, but we got with Mando, now we're getting it with Boba, which I which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. That's tonight, he's still lying there, Jawa Sandcrawler rolls in, they strip him of his armor that we know he then, that they then sell to Cobb Vanth, played by good friend of the show, Timothy <laughs> Oliphant. <laughs> Good, beautiful, and so fun. And oh, he's and, so um, and he and this is how how knocked out Boba is. He's too weak to even stop Jawas. The Jawas just bop yeah. him on the head, and he's out. And so he spends a day in the sand. Now he's just in a in a jumpsuit. Take away all <laughs> yeah. his stuff, all his gadgets. What's left? A jumpsuit. He yeah. looks like he's in pajamas. He's in those pajamas <laughs> he was yes. wearing underneath yeah. his, his armor. <laughs> no playboy, no billionaire, no ph- nope. philanthropy, just yeah. a jumpsuit. <laughs> and he's got a day in the sand, and he's found by sand people who then strip anything well, anything else that's left them. They strip him off. They revive him with some juice from this weird-looking carrot. Or a worm. Did, did yeah, a carrot or worm. A yeah. Carrot? yeah, like a... You, did you see a worm? I thought it was like a... a wor- I kind of got a worm. Yeah. It makes more sense than carrot, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah but it's I, a carrot I, worm. I mean, it's carrot shaped. Yeah, I like it. If it's a carrot, it looks yeah. delicious. I kind of want one, you know. But if it's a worm, no, Ooh. I don't. Want one. Yeah. <laughs> what does it look like, Matt? No, I say if, if it's a carrot, I, I want it. It looks delicious. If it's a worm, I don't want yeah. it. You know. Yeah. I, w- I was just trying to have you say delicious again because whenever you oh like, delicious cut a, cut a hunk of that meat, it looks del- delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that carrot looks delicious. Yeah, delicious. You just Caitlin, really want to eat the stuff that lives on Tatooine. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like. Yep, exactly. Yeah. What kind of weird fetish is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. There's got to yeah, be a yeah, word for okay. it. <laughs> So we cut to him and we're like, oh, they're going to take care of him. No, but uh, unless taking care of him means we're going to drag you with a rope behind our banthas, which, yes, they go travel in Zingafile to hide their numbers. In Zingafile. And eventually he just falls and he's just being dragged. The sand people, um, they, they stop at a settlement and he's just, this look on Tamora Morrison's face is just, oh, man. It's like, can things get any worse? <laughs> well, right away, you're, it looks like you're dealing with some different Tuscan Raiders, you know, because like they're yeah. dressed in black. They're a little more fashionable. You know, they seem to have a little bit more yeah. going on. There's a much more uh, clear uh, leadership pattern going yeah. on in this settlement than I think we've seen before in live Agreed. action. Yep. Yeah. These are elites, and they've got they've got like the red scarf look that Cobb Vanth obviously copied from them. <laughs> you think Zoray got it? Yeah. Oh. There, it must have been. I, I just made that up. But for <laughs> and then we cut to cut to cut to the title. But for how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc and everything that happened after that, to now him being pretty much a prisoner of the Tusken Raiders, cannon, cannon, fire! <laughs> And we get the title, The Book of Boba Fett, in a lovely green font, I thought. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if it changes every week. You guys Mm -hmm. know me and my fonts. I love a good font. And then we get chapter one, Stranger in a Strange Land, which not only is appropriate to the flashbacks, but also the present circumstances, Mm. which also, when we get to them, five years after Return of the Jedi, or five years after the Battle of Jakku. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, Caitlin Bush uh, takes on 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 this title. Do you like this title? I loved it. It has a lot of interpretations to it, and that's that's kind of very much how, especially look at uh, the Mandalorian titles. It goes the same kind of way. There's several different ways to look at it from a certain point of view. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's an there's, I don't know. There's a certain elegance to it to this whole episode that I should have expected from from these mm-hmm. guys, but I I was mm. like, oh yeah, it's like yeah. This is awesome. It's like, remember, you love this. <laughs> remember, remember? <laughs> um, you like this a lot, remember? Yeah, it's like, remember, you, you're a fan of this. There's a reason. Anyway, so we're, we're in the camp, and he's still tied up, and he's not having a good time at all. And tu- Tuscan children are beating him with sticks. I thought these were just little Tuscan Raiders, but they're children. They're just hitting him with sticks. I'm like, uh, this made me laugh. I like really this. really unfair. Yeah. yeah. Have you? Well, Matt, you've also been in this. You you're often tied up and hit with sticks by kids. Oh yeah, it looked like a little little Tuscan Raider birthday party, and like uh, Boba Fett was like the <laughs> they invited Boba Fett to to be there. It's like, hey, children, here's Boba Fett, and then like, ah! and they just all hit him with the sticks. Yeah, it's good. It's like, he doesn't look like Boba Fett. He doesn't have his armor or helmet. Yeah. He's the pinata. Where's the yeah. candy? It's like, no, Ralph. We have Boba Fett at home. 
But yeah. this one doesn't use at home. He doesn't have a an armor or a helmet. And I didn't get a car parade. I'm just gonna hit him with sticks. <laughs> this isn't Boba Fett. He looks like a sponge. <laughs> yeah, well, well, no, we we have Boba Fett at home, Matt. Okay, okay, um, okay. No, no, this is trust me. This is the real Boba Fett. Look, look, he's right there. He's he's right talk, there. Talk, <laughs> say something, Boba. Respect. Anyway, um. Yeah, all right. Yeah, there, there, see, <laughs> see, it's him. It's yeah, him. He's fine. Yeah, respect. There are other. There's another prisoner here too. There's a Rodian who's tied up next to him, and there's a Massif watching them, which, as we know, is what the Tuscan Raiders kind of use as dogs. And finally, this Massif is just getting nearer and nearer as 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 Boba's trying to undo his bonds. It finally leaps at him. He grabs it, knocks it out, and uses its teeth to undo his bonds. Then he does. The right thing. He does a good thing, mm-hmm. and he gets bitten in the butt for it. He says, Rodian, <laughs> you want me to cut your bonds? And the Rodian starts screaming. He starts screaming and alerts the Tuscan Raiders. coward. That, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what the hell, dude? So anyway, the Sand People are alerted. Boba takes one of them down easily because it was the kid with the stick. He takes yeah. the kid's stick. <laughs> he runs off, and a massive pursues him into the night. The massive catches him. He fights it off, but then another sand person arrives and stops him. And they go at it for single combat. And he tries, but yeah. we've got one of these, you know, n- new—not new, but you know, more elegant or whatever you want to call them, sand people for this show. Maybe a little higher ranked in the yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with a gaffy stick, fighting Boba with just a kid's stick. So and he's also dehydrated and exhausted yeah. and felt and came out of a sarlacc yeah. pit like six hours ago. Yeah, right. So this you know. day just keeps getting worse and worse. So as good as he is, he's going to get taken down. But you can't help watching this and thinking, well, when we see him in Mandalorian, he's pretty good with this stick. And it just all of this lore with the Tuscans just makes sense. It's like, well, why yeah. does he use those weapons? Why is he in that black robe? He's kind of started to adapt some of their ways, maybe by the end of these flashbacks. Yeah. And that's where I really started getting into these flashbacks. It's like, well, not just, okay, escape, get get away from them, steal their stuff, then go looking for Cobb Vanth, because you know he's the one who has the armor. No, he's probably going to spend some time adjusting to them and, and learning their ways a little bit. He he integrates himself into their community a little bit. Yeah, and, and I don't want to get yeah. too far ahead because I want to maybe save this for later, but like uh, I, I think his whole philosophy is going to be informed by his time with these Tuscan Raiders um, yeah. as we'll see as, as the episode goes on. And I think it's important to mention in this scene, he almost kills that Tuscan child, but he doesn't because the child like, you know, like begs for forgiveness in that half second. And it's very important to the start of those two relationship and to what yeah. I just mentioned, but we'll keep going. Yeah. So, yeah. so what you're saying, and we can address it now because we could be dead later, Matt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. He, okay. Oh, he's the, it's the whole respect instead of fear. Yes, you're saying that's exactly the genesis of that is in these sand people flashbacks. Cause I think absolutely, you're right. I think you're dead yeah. on with that. Absolutely. He learns that the, the whole, this whole Tuscan tribe here seems to be like respect is the entire hierarchy of their, of, of this tribe. Like, you know, and, and, yeah. and that's how you advance in the tribe. And I think that's, and how you eventually become accepted with it. Exactly. And successful, you know? So it's like, I think Boba's yeah. going to take all these lessons. He's like, you know what? That's how I do it now. Respect. That's how I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And you know why that's that's a really <laughs> interesting uh, take, Matt, is because this is coming after not only Return of the Jedi, but after yeah. 
if if you take in the whole inter interconnected War of the Bounty Hunters comic, which was just mayhem, every bounty yeah. hunter backstabbing the others, free for all, take what you can, give nothing back. He's gonna. This is a completely different mentality for that, and that was just. He came out of that okay, but it was annoying. You could tell yeah. at the end, he's like, this is a lot of work. And it's like, and I'm, a, <laughs> I'm annoyed. And yeah, so this yeah. is a different way of yeah. doing things. That might be a stretch on it. Well, sound the hot take alarm. Yeah, there you that's go. my hot yeah, take added onto your, 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 it, it's, yours wasn't a hot take. It was just a dead on take. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Very accurate. Very accurate. Very good. <laughs> so then anyway, he's knocked out by the gaffy stick. We cut back to the present. He's in the back to tank and Fennec's voice. Wake up, boss. It's my dear, dear, dear beloved Ming-Na Wen. Yeah. Bless yes, you, bless you Ming-Na mm-hmm. Wen. She's so wonderful. I love you. I love you a million times. Will you ever <laughs> love me so back? Wonderful. Probably not. But Time will tell. That's okay. You can't <laughs> admire a sunrise and expect it to love you back. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's the good way of looking at it, yeah. A med droid says healing <laughs> session suspended. So I'm like, so sessions. So there's probably more than one of these sessions. And already this answers a question yeah. I know you had with the trailer, Matt. Was, yep. Well, it looks like he has less scars on his face. Well, because he's getting ongoing treatments. Well, there you go. See? Slowly, but slowly, but surely. Yeah. yeah. He didn't have one of these tanks with him, you know, uh, so it, he now he's able to get these regular treatments. His scars, yeah. as, as I said, have lessened. And Boba says, dreams are back. And as I then wrote, which we've already talked about, hopefully they'll continue. They continue in this episode. But I can see Caitlin and Bush. Do you think that we'll get that every episode of this series will have flashbacks in it? Flashback via, via dreams. I mean, that would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. As we've said, Book of Bofa implies a, a life tale, a uh, 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 biographical kind of thing. So uh, I, uh, we're going to get all facets of his life up until when we know him yep. now. And also, as as something Matt you pointed out, I think on so on social media, God help us, is um, <laughs> that Fett, in in addition to that, the double meaning of well, it's also like a book, as in a ledger, like a bookie's book. Yeah, I did. I don't know why it never struck me to begin with, but there was one trailer they released right before the holiday that was like kind of going through all the you know the the shady people that he's going to come in contact with. They got me thinking, yeah, he's just going to be coming, walking around, collecting debts, you know, knocking skulls. I mean, he, you know? he, he gets he automatically is just like, people are just giving him tribute. Yeah. At, uh, at the beginning yeah. of this. So, and also what Caitlin said, I, I think there's, there's a, there's a marriage between those two takes, but, but also Matt, next time you have a brilliant thought like that, yeah. save it for the show. <laughs> you know, I couldn't help it. You know, don't give it to the people for free. Uh, sorry. <laughs> ah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I'm, I'm an old man. I'm confused. I, I needed no. that engagement. I need that engagement. You know, he thrives <laughs> on it, on the, the valid, Validation of social media. The validation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't even understand what the meaning of the word. Okay. Well, <laughs> Fennec says. Fennec says they're lined up to pay respects, as Caitlin you just said. And then in this chamber, that we have these droids that almost look like pit droids, but they're on wheels. Yeah. And what I thought was interesting was they almost look. Did they look kind of afraid to you? They're almost cowering. They're they're mm. sticking their arms out like they're afraid to get close. And I'm like, why? And then I remember what Jabba used to do to droids. Oh, and yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just like, you know, he's, he's full on torturing droids. And, and so they all look like, I don't I don't know. They all look like they were cowering a little bit. And he's got a lot of them. It's, it's kind of like 
his own yeah his own little droid Iron Man system because on comes all of these droids <laughs> assemble every little bit of his armor and this how this was so cool I thought the, the, the armor on finally the helmet on with the hiss and we cut <laughs> to Lord Fett on the throne who mm-hmm. they keep calling him Lord Fett throughout this episode and here we go there's first up for the tributes is an Aqualish. While and behind him the whole time is a smelter droid, uh, the uh, one of the droids, uh, the same model that we see torturing the gonk. <laughs> In Return yeah. of the Jedi, that has yep. him on yep. the, you know, that's pulling a thing. But now it's not just the same style; it's the same droid. It is the same droid. It is eight D eight from Return of the Jedi. That. It's yep. the same droid here. And not only that, he's played by Matt Berry. Oh, oh that God. is amazing. I knew oh that voice was God. familiar. Yeah. I now go by the name of Detona. Jackie Detona. That's so good. Yeah. Oh. So not only Matt Berry, who he, well, who, screw you. Who's Matt Berry, Brian? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah to inform um, us. Who, who's, who is Matt Berry? What we do in the shadows. Toast of London, <laughs> also in the IT crowd. So this is the second IT crowd cast member who's playing a droid in Star Wars on Star Wars Disney Plus. F- Richard Iowate got there first in Mandalorian, but now we have the second. So Delightful. I am such a huge Matt Berry fan that I was I, I thought it was him, and then the credits cemented that it was him, and not just him, but as the returning eight D eight. I was like. Uh. Yeah, of course. Amazing. And, and originally, so they don't really know what he's talking about. His tribute, he's talking and he gives him a box of coins. Did you catch any of that? Something about friendship? We really need a protocol droid. <laughs> we need to get a <laughs> protocol <laughs> droid. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking because 8D8's doing his best, but he's more for torture and, and, and not the translation. But the, the Aqualish is just... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's like pretty much farting out of the front of its face. Elegant as always. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm curious, uh, Caitlin and Bush. Do, do you have an? Because uh, because we we will forego. This is usually when sand people appear in an episode. We do a round table of sand people impressions. I want to change Ooh. it up this time. Do you? Oh, I would I would love to hear your take on an Aqualish impression. Oh no! Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, all right. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. That was amazing. That was great. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Matt, Matt Romano, give me the goods. Oh man! That do anything for you without the hands in front of your face? Well, I was trying to do something a little different than that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, don't. Don't do it differently. <laughs> That's not it. All right. I, I, I'm going to say this as nicely. Right. I, I honestly, yeah. I mean this as nicely as possible. No shade. But yeah. is that really yeah. it? That's it. That's all I got for you right now. All right. Yeah. Well, 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 Caitlin's is Brian, absolutely better. <laughs> yeah, the absolutely. Count of three, well, much- <laughs> 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 it's all, <laughs> it's all three now, all together at the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> that was good. That was that amazing. Was 
you know what I also heard during during us doing that? What's that? The sound of every new listener clicking the <laughs> off switch. Going. <laughs> no, stay. What please stay. In the hell Bye-bye, have I boys. clicked on today? No, we haven't even gotten to the collecting points of interest. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, next up is a character called Doc Strassi, leader of the Trandoshan family. Bo, Bo, he gives what looks like a Wookiee's pelt. And Boba says it's weird. He used to work for he, Boba used to work for him. And Fennec says it's even weirder for him. A thousand tidings to the new daimyo. I'm wondering who who it, the credits probably say it, but I'm wondering who who's doing this Trandoshan voice. Mm. It's an honor to be welcomed to Marsespa by you, Doc Strassi. So, Job, uh, formerly Jabba's palace, must be located close to Mos Espa and not Mos Eisley. Which I was thinking mm-hmm. would make mm-hmm. sense because Mas Espa is closer to the arena with the pod racing. Mas Espa yep. has the mm-hmm. slaves. Mas Espa is, yep. is all going over the top with the Roman stuffs. It makes sense that that it's the palace is closer there than Mos Eisley. You know, yeah, nobody wants to go to Mos Eisley. It's a um, scum. Scum go to Mos Eisley, as opposed to, to the other kind of scum there at Mos Espa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of scum. Wow, a lot of scum. It's a Tatooine. Lot of unnecessary yeah. Mos Eisley slander. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love I love that to we anyway. Don't get me started. I no lo- shade. But I love this uh, I love this line from from Bobby says Even when a trend ocean pays you a compliment, it sounds like a threat. Well it does sound like one. He's like, May you never leave, Morsespa. And it's like, oh, because he's gonna die here? His yeah. tone is just very questionable. I got it's, it. It's it's very it's something that is often said about Caitlin M. Bush. Even when she pays you a compliment, <laughs> it sounds like a threat. That's true. Okay. Okay. That's why they call her the goodbye girl. Okay. Next up, we have Mock Shays. That's why we Mock Shays. I don't know. Mayor of Mas Espa and surrounding plateaus, except it's not the mayor of Mas Espa. It's a Twi'lek flunky of his, the mayor's major domo. Fennec points out that the mayor was supposed to come. This guy is is not the mayor. He's just the mayor's major domo. With apologies, I understand how one might draw such a conclusion from the correspondence. <laughs> He's really condescending. He has no tribute. He has a heartfelt welcome, and he calls Fennec Milady. And Fennec <laughs> then says, "If he had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie." So I forgot to bring this up because this line the word she says to her line saying menagerie it was in a trailer but mm-hmm. we're and i forgot to bring this up before but do you guys think we're used to java having the rancor the rancor is dead and we had listeners to our previous season where we talked about the bad batch we'll remember there was moochie no it's patisa the rancor patisa yep. mm-hmm. is the one in return of the jedi but where did moochie go she Mucci. says menagerie java could have kept a lot more creatures here so don't yeah. you, and she says not like would have fed you to his menagerie some of them are probably still alive do you think moochie is in the menagerie and we could be seeing moochie the smaller rancor on this series matt romano why not i mean why introduce moochie the rancor that you know it did not have that come to fruition now come on give us some moochie i want that moochie moochie, moochie. Kate, caitlin and bush thoughts on moochie <laughs> Uh, if we don't get Moochie, I'm going to riot. Come on, riot. Yeah. Riot. Well, <laughs> Moochie, well, guys, supremacy. Show, the, show, the show's already made, but you heard the lady. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some Moochie. Moochie's, Do it. Moochie's not in there now. 
better, better, better get that volume up and running fast. <laughs> you got okay, time. No, I also, I, also I, I would also like uh, Mucho Moochie. I'm not sorry. Uh, Boba <laughs> plays nice and sends this guy off, but I'll eat a hat if this idiot lives through the whole show. See, I, I said that too. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah, no way that this guy. I said it on social media. I said it on social media because I was going for that engagement. You know, I, that, I need that validation. S- save it. Uh, for the, validation. Sa- <laughs> save it for the actual product. Okay, I will. But I couldn't help it because they released a promo and this guy's face was in it. And he's just got that face. You know, you look at yeah. this guy and you're like. It's a punchable, it's a punchable face. face. This guy ain't going to make it. Yeah. No way. He's dead. Dead man walking. It's, it's a face. I look at it. I'm like, I just want to shoot that face so <laughs> many times. Like crossfires, guys shoot people in the face, you know, just like that. Do it! Shoot me in the face! Face, 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 face! Now! Bullets in the face! Want them! Need them! Gimme, give gimme, give gimme! Give crossfire. You mean, you mean crosshair? <laughs> crosshair, we'll take it back. Crosshairs! <laughs> shoot him in the face! Oh my god, shoot me in the goddamn face! What are you waiting for? Thank you! <laughs> anyway... Okay. Yeah, Boba plays nice. He looks over all the over all the stuff and ignores it. But then this idiot stays around, and he's expecting Boba to pay him. I'm like, yeah. you are really, really asking for barking it. up the he's, wrong he's tree, much, my dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's, he pre- all but takes out a sign that says, "Please kill me," and he says, <laughs> yeah. and Boba's like, "Son, he's like, I'm the crime lord. He's supposed to pay me." And he looks at it right. That's how. Crime Lord's work. Did I get that? He's wrong? like, he's like a little. He's and, like, and, and Fennec is immediate. It's like, shall I kill him? <laughs> She's like, I'll kill him. I'll saying, do it. Yeah, and I'll I'm like, it. yes, yes, please. But Boba he says, uh, says no, and they let him leave. Keep an eye on that one. I keep an eye on everyone. <laughs> yeah, Fennec, Fennec, Fennec. A million uh, years of Fennec. Beautiful. Fennec and Brian all day long. <laughs> Next up, we got two Gamorians coming in they were bodyguards to Jabba as well as Bib Fortuna they did not surrender they just ran I guess and they're captured 8d8 says their torture will send a message but then Boba says I do not torture so Boba asks if they would be loyal to him if he spares them they bend the knee and Fennec says it's a bad idea but they agree they bend the knee and they're on his side now I think it's interesting that Jabba obviously we've already talked about the the inane droid torture he likes playing with his food, feeding him to the Rancors. Boba, he's probably going to be rough and tough, but he's no need to torture. He's not going to torture. Oh, yeah. Whereas, yeah, no problem with Vader torturing Han Solo, you know, however many years ago on Cloud yep. City. But he's drawn a line a line here now. I, don't, I do not torture. Well, it goes back to that whole thing with respect now. You know, he's just like, he's going to gain yeah. followers and, and get people on his side through respect. Those Gamorreans are going to go back and tell all the other Gamorreans. And then all of a sudden, everybody's going to be on Boba's side. And <laughs> we'll see that that was the right choice to make in a little bit, that, yeah. that he was smart to make that choice. And it's the whole mm-hmm. fear through respect thing. It's like, yeah, torture will get you fear. But that's mm-hmm. it. It's not going to get that's you it. respect. And mm-hmm. I like that this is one of one of his one of the new lines in the book. You might say, yeah, yeah. You also you also might not. Anyway, cut to the sunken city that we saw in the trailers. It seems like this is Mas Espa because everyone's saying yeah. like it's Mas Espa. Do you think it's a side of Mas Espa that we just didn't see this part in Phantom Menace? It's like, yeah, this is just the nice part. Phantom this is Menace the nice part of over town. there. 
This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the sunken part of Mazda's. Well, all that other stuff's still there. The arena's there, you know, all that. Yeah. This is this is this is this this is the below part. It's not like somebody came along and was like, you know what would really set off Mas Espa? <laughs> it's if we sunk it. Like if we just put it like down in the sand more. You know, just like a little bit. That would but, be really nice. You do, you guys don't don't think that character exists, right? No, maybe. Maybe. I don't think there's a lot of rain on Tatooine, thank goodness, because or else that would just be a bad situation. You know? The rain on Tatooine <laughs> does not exist. <laughs> so anyway, we're in this sunken city. Boba and Fennec are walking with the two Gamorreans that are now newly on Boba's side, and she says they should be carrying him on a litter because this is that's how things usually got done. That's how, of course, how Jabba went around. Jeez. And this is the beginning of Boba being carried on a litter the references to it. And I have a lot of thoughts of, and that's also another, if, if Tatooine and Mas Espa are still taking tricks out of ancient Rome, mm-hmm. the litter is right in there. Anyway, he, he's, he's like, no, I'm, I'm not getting on a litter. He's not doing that. But this is not the, not the first time that's brought up. In any case, they go into a cantina, which I will give you this, Matt. This is a nicer cantina than Chalman's in Mas Eisley. <laughs> yeah. Just a There's little some, bit. Yeah. There's some greenery, there's some nicer upholstery, but who is in there on music duty? None other than Max Rebo. That's right. Oh, Max Rebo and, and a Biff, who may yeah. or may not be one of the modal nodes. We don't know. I, you think um, that's what I'm saying? Do you think they broke up the modal nodes and, and or maybe like you know, they they both lost people and and like got killed, and they had to like join their band. I mean, I wouldn't put it past it because they have a droid on the drums or their equivalent yep. of the drums. There's only one. Yep. If this is a modal note, there's only one, and they're playing a variation of the of the famous Cantina band theme from A New Hope. Yes. So yep. it, it's and Max. The thing is, Max Rebo was on the sail barge in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, right, was. right, yeah, so, exactly. But so yeah. was Bib Fortuna. So if Bib Fortuna, it's like this is yeah. crazy scene I have in my head of like Bib Fortuna <laughs> like on the ba- on, on on Max Rebo's back and this blue elephant oh, please. shuffling through the <laughs> desert away from the explosion. It's oh, like, give me that. Wanna wanna take me farther. It's like, whoop, 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 whoop. That's the thing. That's the thing. We don't see Droopy McCool or Size Snoodles here. So uh, not yet. They may not be yet. They may be not not yet. They not maybe yet. didn't escape, but maybe something happened. It's like something killed like most of the modal nodes. The Max Rebo band broke up, so it's like these are the dregs. Well, who's left? It's like <laughs> you're from this one band from one movie. I'm from another one. Do you want to just pool our resources and get a droid? Let's just do it. Why not, guys? Come on. The joy this brought me. Let me tell you. Yeah. Oh, I know. You were. You were. I mean, is is this was this a mind blown or just a very happy moment, Matt? No, this is a mind blown. Even though we probably saw it coming because we talked about this. I I, I said I said we we should see more of the the famous Star Wars mu- Tatooine musicians. Of course. In this show, you could not. Can't, cannot, yeah. It, it's something that I know you wanted. It's something I wanted to happen for you, but yeah. I didn't think that actually do it. It's a, especially not yeah. in the premiere. I was like, it's a little jammed. It's, yeah. it's not. It didn't. It did. It's definitely fan service. We are coming back to this place. Like this. This is a location that we are gonna. Oh. We are gonna come back to often yeah. in yeah. this series. Absolutely, Some stuff so. is gonna go down here. Yeah. 
There's a major character that is introduced here. So it, it, it was it's fan service, but not too much. It's not like they they lifted no. and framed it to such a degree. I thought it was just a delightful little grace note to me. And it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. That it's Tatooine and it's music and it's still Mas Espa and tied to the old crime syndicate. It makes sense. It's it's like uh, what. Well, yeah. I don't. I didn't have a problem with it personally, but the, one of the droids <laughs> doing some gambling, or is de- a dealer in this cantina, is a droid of the same make as R three X, formerly known as RX two four, aka Rex, who began as the pilot on the Star Tours ride, voiced by Pee Wee Herman, went on to fly a shuttle on Star Wars Rebels, also voiced by Pee Wee Herman, and now. He changed his name to R3X, is now the bartender at Ogus Cantina at Galaxy's Edge, both in the comics and in real life. If you go there, this is the droid running Ogus Cantina. So another one of these models is there. I thought they were tending bar, but they're not. They're, 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 they were dealing uh, some people gambling in there. That were One of them was having a, had a really good hand. They were like, Dabo! Um, yeah. So it was great. Now, now, now Boba struts in. Well, I, I should say for the continuing use of that droid, to, uh, one surviving Bith musician, the survival of Max Rebo and Mas Espa in general, cannon, cannon, fire! So Boba struts in and immediately removes his helmet, as does Fennec. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a thing like t- tied to his trauma and also the Clone Wars are long over? I'm prob- I didn't have this on when I was doing all my stuff with the Tuscan Raiders. When I want to take it off, I'm going to take it off now. Yeah. And he's yeah. also, he's just, I think he's always been kind of casual about it. You know, he's not mm-hmm. on a job for someone else now. He's the one making the rules. So he yeah. kind of gets to do whatever the heck he wants. And he was never really indoctrinated into that whole thing. Yeah. You know? It was always just kind of uh, his dad's armor, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. not saying he he was he, he's never children of the watch or anything like Din Djarin, but in in Empire and Jedi, we never saw him out of it. So it was it's right. just, and then it was later, you know, retconned a little. Well, of course, because he has kind of a famous face. But if, back then, it was always <laughs> yeah. the man with no name. He's more mysterious that way. Now we know what he looks mm. like because we've seen we saw Django take it off how many times. We know what the clones look like. And also Tamora Morrison is like, let's see his face. We don't need another Din Djarin. That's it's such a thing. Yeah, right? yeah. They got it. So they got to uh, separate them when they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So even in public, he's just he had that part of his life where he didn't take it off. That part's over. I think that's that right. makes sense. And maybe there'll be a moment within the flashbacks where he's like, I shall know. I shall now take my helmet off when I feel like it. I don't know. He's like, I'm a good-looking man, and everybody should see my face. Everyone should see my face. And I'm like, <laughs> very I, handsome. I agree, Thank you. agree completely to Morris Morrison. You are a very handsome man, <laughs> to, to 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 a to a insane degree with me almost. Now they have business with Garza Fwip is her name, F W I P, and two Twi'leks approach one gr- a green male and an orange female, uh, the male topless. Would you like your helmet serviced and clean while you wait for Madame Garcia? No. Sure. Which sounds oh. like a sounds like a euphemism <laughs> yeah. if I've ever heard one. Oh, Caitlin, you, you, like, you, you too. Would you like your helmet serviced and cleaned while you wait Service for Madame clean? Garza? Like, jeez. Yeah. I don't know about wow. you, but that's that's what Max Rebo is cool. <laughs> next, next year's Life Day cards. That's what I'm going to write in all of them. 
Um, <laughs> Fennec says no, no, but Bova says an enthusiastic yes. He's like he's almost like yes, that sounds delightful. I'm going to take advantage of this amenity, and and, and she will also take helmet. it too. <laughs> it's like we'll both have the special. Um, and, <laughs> and he throws an earlier line that Fennec had been throwing back when they were doing the litter and everything. She she had said to him, "Things will go a lot smoother if you just accept their ways." And she gives him a look and he gives it right back to her this time. Things will go a lot smoother if you accept their ways. And she's like, oh, very funny. <laughs> so when it's convenient for you. Yeah, exactly. In comes Garza, who's played by Jennifer Beals. Who I know is, <laughs> yeah. is one of the stars of Flashdance. And I can't believe she's on this show. She's It's like. Jennifer Beals and Matt Berry and Max Rebo are all on the thing we just watched this morning. <laughs> yes. Like just, That's a big thing that happened. Yeah. As a Twi'lek, who the first Twi'lek we really was Ula that we really met was a big dancer. Here's Jennifer Beals. Yep. Do you think she's got a, do you think, I, 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 this is in the notes, but I'm curious. Caitlin and Bush, do you think Garza, played by Jennifer Beals, is going to dance on this series? Uh, I think that she's in charge of other people who dance. I don't think yeah. she's going to dance. I think she's done. So she they're, had her dancing days and now she's risen up to a place where she has other people dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see her running up and like slapping a Twi'lek and being like, harder, faster, yeah, like, quicker, yeah, yeah. jump higher, you know. There you <laughs> oh, what is, is that your like your, your, your dance captain character? Because I love it. Yeah, 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 that's my dance captain. Yeah. She's oh, really angry. What, what is it again? It's like, well, I'm, I'm sorry, madam. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> it's like, no, no, half, higher, faster, louder. I'm going as high as I can, ma- madam Romano. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think we're going to see, you, though. Dude, you get Romano for ballet? Oh, sh- man, yeah. He's, he's, he's rough. He's tough. I'm, it's almost like he doesn't know what he's doing. as high yeah. as I can. Oh, man. It'd be three times if I had a dance belt. I said, yeah, but he called me out. I was just wearing sweats. He knows, man. Okay, well, in comes Garza. Would you like your Gamorreans hosed down and fed while we are sequestered? Which people at my... Um, Sometimes when I go places with my parents, they get asked that if they want. <laughs> um, he introduces them all. She apologizes. She didn't. She is. She's like, I'm sorry. I didn't see your litter. <laughs> he's, Everyone's on this litter thing. Yeah, I know. He's like, I walk on my own two feet. And here's here's a prediction that I that here's I don't know if it's a prediction or what, but sound the hot take alarm. It's not really a Ooh. hot take, but it's kind of something I wouldn't mind seeing by the end of this show. He's going to have to get on a litter. It's some kind of diversion or ruse. <laughs> yep. We're going to see Boba Fett in full armor and jetpack and helmet just sitting on a litter, like trying, like try, looking sexy on this litter. And it's them carrying Posing him like around, one of your French girls. Yeah. And then somebody drawing him. And, and yeah. he's going to hate it, but we're going to love it. I kind of want oh, that Oh, I to hope happen. so. I don't know why. Yeah, me too. Anyway, he walks on his <laughs> own two feet. He plays by his own rules. No girls allowed. Anyway, yeah. he's just there to reassure, introduce himself. He gets his helmet back, and it's full of coins. These don't look like credits. They just look like pirate coins. Yeah. They're yeah. like gold and silver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So outside, uh, it said Jabba had a lot of vassals. We've got a lot of ground to cover if we're going to keep his empire intact. Fennec says she can do it. J- uh Jabba rarely left his chamber, so why don't you let me go and do it? Mm-hmm. Boba says, Jabba ruled with fear. 
I intend to rule with respect. And so this is another new thing. He's like, he's not going to send his stooges out to go do it. He's going to do it in person. And not only is this something Mm -hmm. that Jabba didn't do, but you look at other crime stories or somebody like Tony Soprano, when it was time to collect from vassals, he didn't go himself. Don Corleone right. didn't go himself. You know, they're always sending the, the Christopher or somebody else to go yeah. and, you know, give me the money. Yeah. yeah. It was a man of action. Yeah. 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 Censors at the ready, but give me that fucking money. <laughs> um, exactly. Like that. Yeah. Um, so F- Fennec asks. Like Take Fennec the blast up. Leave the cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Too much. Should have seen that coming. There's a way to do the Yoda baby macarons in prison. Paulie would cut them with a razor every night. And the sand people carrots. That was okay. Anyway, um, Fennec has a question. Fennec, both Fennec and Forky have a question. And this is where Boba says, I love this line. He says, speak freely. He's like, I really want to hear criticism from everybody. I really do. And I, I feel like he means it. He's not just saying this. It's like, I want all feedback. No. Well, I didn't like it. Get out. It's it's not that kind of thing. <laughs> well, especially from Fennec. He trusts Fennec. She's she's uh, his right-hand lady. Yeah. yeah. And if she thinks something, they may disagree, but he's always going to listen and pay attention. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, speak freely. Just don't say anything I don't like. But the thing she says is, in difficult times, fear is a surer bet. And we we get back to this. It is in a way. It's the easier road to do it. A different way is harder. But he's at least not now. He's not in on on the easier way. And they are then immediately attacked by some assailants with some kind of laser shield. But before we go forward in there, fear is a sure bet. Um, and Bob is not ruling that way. Caitlin and Bush, do you think? that Boba, Boba's reliance on respect and not fear is going to win the day and last with this whole series, or do you think he's going to end up backtracking? I think uh, it's a, a noble goal. As we've seen, though, the ruling with fear, the thing that immediately comes to mind is the Empire, um, which, you know, works for a period of time, mm-hmm. but ultimately light will rise up to meet the darkness, you know, kind of thing. I think... It's going to take him longer, and he's going to have many, 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 many violent setbacks. Um, but ruling with respect is going to be the the better long-term play, but it's going to suck for a while. Yeah, I think that's an accurate way to put it. It's, it's mm, going to be really yeah. hard, and it's going to hurt, but ultimately, it's going to be yep. uh, the, the payoff and the rewards are going to be better. And- you yeah. won't. You'll be able to sleep at night when you get in that back to tank. <laughs> in any case, so they're attacked by multiple assailants. Boba drops his helmet, and all of the coins from Jennifer Beals drops out. There's a sentence you don't expect to say until you hear it coming out of your mouth. Jawas immediately run up to grab all these coins. It's like like from Scott Pilgrim. Ooh, coins! <laughs> like, you little demons, leave them alone for a second. Those are Jennifer Beals's coins. These people, they have electro staffs, and they're trying to hit Fennec and Boba, and, but they're they're fighting them off. They're doing a good job, but they don't have any weapons on them or whatever. So they're just Fennec, especially, mm-hmm. doesn't have Mando armor, and whether it's Beskar or Durasteel, we still don't know. It was always in. 
legends and everything, Boba's armor was always Durasteel and maybe Beskar now. I don't know. They haven't full out said. And if they have, yeah. listeners, if they have full out said and we want to do a round of, hey, I was wrong next week, feel free to let me know. Anyway, they're fighting him off. But here's where <laughs> that, that respect and not fear pays off. Because if he was re- torture, go, go in for the torture and the fear, he would have broken those Gamorreans. But instead, they're on his side and they respect him. <laughs> they save the day here. They break in, they break up the shield yeah. ring and they're able to bust out. And these Gamorians are lethal. They're, they're using blades and we're finally seeing them slice someone up with one of these things instead of just banging yeah. them against each other or hold them in a menacing fashion. Well, dare I say they were a little more fit. These, these Gamorians are a little more fit. You know, they seem like, uh, I don't know, they weren't as like uh, big. Do you, do you think somebody, somebody texted me, uh, a friend of the show texted me before we recorded and posited that. They are the same Gamorians that are doing fisticuffs at the beginning of Mando season two that we see in the ring. Ooh. I think that's a bit of a stretch. But do you? That do is you a stretch. Any, oh, that's a bit of a stretch. Just because yeah. it's two Gamorians, I mean, yeah. it's it, eh. like positive that they could be the Rosen. Pretty sure one of them died too. Did one? Yes, he's mm, one of them. Yeah. One of them gets Gamorans. shot. So, yeah. So, yeah. Gore, Gore Cora yeah. shoots one shot, of them. Yeah. Shot by John Leguizamo before they could get here to save them after dropping the Jennifer Beal coins. I did like <laughs> I did uh, like what you were going to say there, though, Brian. I think you they're the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the Star Wars Tatooine universe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of this, it's the Rosencrantz, Guildenstern, Gamorians. Yes. Um, well, I think one of them's dead, but it's a. Uh, also, it, it would be a make. It, it's already a small galaxy. It's like we don't need to have that run. Yeah. I'm just happy to see. I, I always like Gamorians, and they they are they're not as bulbous. I, I'm Matt again. I don't know where your constant need to fat shame Gamorians comes from. <laughs> I'm not saying that. You were a little bit. You were on the road. I was. You there. were on the road. Yeah. They're a little bigger, and they drooling. Yeah. You know, these guys aren't drooling as much. I don't know. I don't think they're the same. These are like the elite Gamorians. <laughs> what? Why? Why do you have to be part of the problem? I don't know. That's just that's my middle name. Uh, <laughs> Mad part, part of the, the problem, problem Romano. Romano. Yeah. Always. This is why. Yeah. This is why your dance students hate you, Matt. <laughs> exactly. That I can't dance. Yeah. So anyway, so they so they break out, and Fennec, unsurprisingly, Fennec has moves for days. Days. For days. For days. <laughs> For days. We, but we, this is, I mean, Fennec has moves. We knew this. We know this, right? We know this. We know this. This we know. We know this. We know this. Um, Be- Boba grabs, well, I almost said Benick. <laughs> <laughs> the less pop, the, the third character, we've got Boba, Fennec, and Benick. Uh, no, Boba grabs one of their electro staffs with his hand, full on electrifying his hand, and he just fights through it he's like yeah i'm gonna rule with respect but y'all have pissed me off now yeah and yeah. forces one of the assailants down and just smashes his head in with this thing and very, <laughs> so it's like yeah we're gonna rule with respect but anyone disrespects my respect i'm gonna go full fed on them and they're yep. gonna wish they were dead which they soon will be yeah. so there's gonna be it's not this isn't again it's not called star peace <laughs> uh, some of them team up on Boba and they have him down with their staffs, but then they uh, they run with Fennec in pursuit. Boba wrist rockets one of these one of these people on their way out before she's gone. Fennec makes sure to tell Boba take take him alive, take at least one of them alive, please, and then tells the Gamorians to get him up and get him back to his back to tank. So now we've got Fennec 
chasing these idiots over the rooftops, and it's Assassin's Creed slash Parkour City. I don't know. <laughs> of course, I saw this, and I was like, oh, they're parkouring, and I immediately, Matt, what, what did we both probably, we yeah. all three of us thought the exact same thing, which was- Parkour! Parkour! Par- the, parkour! Parkour! Yeah. The office. Yeah. Parkour! Yeah. And then I and then I thought I'm like, okay, the jump to that roof, then that one, like I'm Assassin's Creeding it, and then I'm like, okay, that's why don't we focus on what we're actually watching? Yeah, yeah. Um she kicks one. I like she just kicks one she's at this point the more least she has not had a, a de escalation of violence epiphany like yeah. Boba may have yeah. had. She just no. kicks one of them off the roof. Off the roof. But does mm-hmm. keep one of them alive, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. and yeah, you got to see where these idiots are coming from. So she keeps one alive. Back yep. in the palace, the Gamorreans rather inelegantly dump Boba into his tank. And I thought they're not going to be able to hook him up to this. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, he's yeah. just happy to be there. But already they're they're earning their keep. They're being uh, loyal, yeah. you know? They're dropping him off. And they're already doing yeah, a good job. Ex- ex- exactly. Like, we don't know how to suck the thing up <laughs> through his mouth. He's like, I'll take it from here. Um, and we go back to a flashback. He's still tied up in the Tuscan camp. Him and the Rodian are chained together at this point led off into the sand by the Tuscan child. And we see, for some reason, this kid shows them bandits raiding a moisture farm and their place, which looks a lot like the Lars farm. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not the same farm, obviously, because it's not burned up. <laughs> uh, and they place a sigil on the sides and then they speed away. On Now, there's, did these look like speeders or swoops to you guys? Uh, it looked like a weird... I, I, Both? Yeah, I don't Both? Know. It was, they were very far away. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling we're going to meet these raiders again and get a better look at their uh, their uh, sand motorcycles. Yeah, because they left their symbol on the, yeah. on, the on the house. Yeah, well, yeah. We're going to get to that in a second, but be sure to tune in to our podcast next week. Subscribe right now, where you'll get the answer of swoops or speeders. It's the it's the hottest topic right now. Yeah. Oh, it's a hot, it's a, it's, it's, it's hot, hot, hot. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Anyway, but they put a sigil on the side. I'm wondering if these could possibly be the Red Key Raiders. Mm. They're a bandit group that canonically popped up after the death of Jabba, and they are mentioned in the book Star Wars Aftermath. Oh, I'm wondering if this is sense. them or just a whole new group of bandits, but... Who knows? They they're enough of a thing where they put a sigil on the side of this house. Yeah. It's like, yep. what are you, the wet bandits? You or the sticky bandits? You, you don't. <laughs> it was like, it was like, a, it was like a J and an L. I was like, was it the Justice League? Was it Zack Snyder's Justice oh, no. League? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It looked like that logo. Just, yeah. This is. It did. This is the sequel. You wanted the sequel, Matt. Oh, no. Yeah, um, so anyway, Sorry. the Tuscan kid leads them away. It's like, well, now that you've seen that, I'm going to walk you over here. I'm like, did you just go the wrong way, kid, or what? <laughs> and now he wants them to dig. And and Boba's seriously like, you want me to dig? Serious? I thought he was gonna having them That's dig. That's what I thought, grave, too. But no. Yeah, me too. For those... Those those nasty fruit things that have water in them that Cobb Vanth didn't they want to drink like, out they, of and thought was They look gross. like uh, dried out sea urchins. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's this, and we know that they stink because Oliphant wouldn't dr- didn't want to drink out of it in in season two of Mandalorian, and if it's and if he is not good enough for Oliphant, <laughs> I mean, you know, you got Oliphant, you got you got assorted queens, and you yeah. know, and then freaking every everyone else, right, Caitlin? Right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. All right. We, we don't like so, Oliphant. You're yeah. so into this. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? 
We all love him. Okay. <laughs> it's not that I don't like him. It's that I love him. Oh, yeah, and yeah. not one man should be able to do everything as well as he does and be that handsome. It's not fair to the rest. That's yeah. just Matt. how the how the world works. It's unfair, it's, Brian. Yeah, it's just a shame. It's an obsessive, scary well, love. If life, yeah. if, if life, a if, violent love, if, if you will. If life is fair, I'd be. <laughs> it is. I will. Um, and I don't. I don't expect life to be fair. If life is fair, I'd be dead. Yeah. But oh, Oliphant. <laughs> am I right? So they're digging okay. in the sand to yeah, find the these sand, stinky yeah. little water yes. bugs. And yeah. any new listeners, yes, she does this a lot, and it's good that she does because I need it. The the move move along, move along, move along, move along. Yeah, it's like I was just lo- I got a little lost in my notes. Okay. <laughs> Boba does find one of these things, and he drinks from it right away. The kid goes to hit him, but Boba stops his stick. And calls him youngling. I like this. Yeah. The kid goes to hit him with a stick. And he just drives it right like he does with the electro staff earlier. Yeah. The kid takes it and doesn't drink it. He dumps it out. Uh, yes. Like, that move. Man, you yeah. kid, you are you are cruising. Later on, they are still <laughs> digging. Boba tells the Rodian, "We could have both escaped if you didn't sound the alarm. If you kept your snout closed, if we can get to anchor head. I can get us off world." So a little anchorhead reference there. Yeah. The Rodian finds something else in the sand, and it's a giant claw. <clears throat> and out of the sand comes a huge lizard man thing that either has four arms, two legs, two arms and four legs, or just six things. There are six appendages. It looks like a giant clay thing yeah. Yeah, out of a Ray Harryhausen movie, but... There's only one way to describe it, and Caitlin M. Bush hit us with what it is. It is a big, stupid Star Wars monster. <laughs> That's it. No, That's yeah. him. This is this is one of this is some kind of banger that we haven't seen in a while. <laughs> we haven't seen the yeah. likes in terms of new. This takes stupid Star Wars monster to a new level. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah because. <laughs> They've been familiar. We've never seen, and I could be wrong about this, and Lord knows I've been that before. But I, I don't. We've never seen anything like this, and certainly not on Tatooine. I'm. I just sit uh-huh. there like, what the hell is? Who are all these people? It's violent. It's violent <laughs> too. It's like a humanoid lizard man. Yeah, Caitlin, as our as our crypto xeno biologist, whatever that is, um, what do you make of this thing? It's uh, is it a man? I think Matt put it, is it really a- well. Uh, it's very yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, it's Goro. It's Goro. It looks like Goro from Mortal yeah. Kombat. Um, it's it's so, weird. So is Raiden gonna gonna lightning in in the next episode? I mean, yeah, yeah, Johnny Cage. I mean, why not? Uh, I I love I love Johnny Cage. I'm yeah. fully <laughs> horrified by this monster in a way that makes me very happy. Um. And I'm also very happy that Boba kills it very quickly because I that's scary. Yeah. It's really scary. Yeah. yeah, it was freaky. It freaked me out. I'm like, I think it didn't really look like CGI either, although there's probably some CGI involved. It looked like there was definitely some practical things yeah. going on with this. Uh, not a fan. Don't don't you think? Not a fan. Yeah. Well, what are those? Uh, what is it? The Gorn in Star Trek yeah. where Kirk fights him in the desert? <laughs> we had a. <laughs> Had a little of that going on. A little on. bit of that. A little bit of that vibe. The head, especially. Saying it looked like a Gorn. <laughs> yeah, it looked like a Gorn. A little, a little Gorn, a little Magatu, if you want to cross franchise. Yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so not enough monsters in Star Wars and Mortal Kombat. You had to go to over to Trek, Matt? Yeah, sorry. But yeah, I mean, at the very (laughs) least, because the thing goes, it goes after the child. It goes after the child. Yes. The youngling. And then Boba does what he's. It goes after Tusken Baby. Right. And then he said that he, he, like he said he was going to do earlier, that he was going to choke someone out with it. He goes Mm -hmm. and chokes out a la (laughs) Leia. Yeah. It did to Jabba. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's great. And then the thing dies. Yeah, that that's yeah. a good po- I'm I'm sorry, I'm just laughing at you using the phrase choking out, which has nothing to do with how you said it. It's a completely different part of my life. But it's a phrase I never really thought I'd hear you say. But but yes, Boba Fett chokes out this Harryhausen monster. And and it's really something so so on a scale of say one to five in terms of your uh B S S W M's, Caitlin mm. English. What do you give this? I give this like a, I give this a, a high on the the stupid. Mm. It's like a, a a three or four. It's not super big. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a two, and then the joy it gave me was like a one. Mm. I don't like this okay. thing. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's wow. not good. He, he scares Star me a little. Too, scares me. Scares me a little too much. Yeah. So put all all together. What does that give us? Probably a solid three. He's middle oh, of the middle of the road. That's not that good. That's not... Out of ten? Middle of the road. Okay. Yeah. Or five. Out of five. Oh, okay. okay. No, out of five. Out of five. Yeah, I'm, I'm this is a new a segment. We're evolving it. Next time we'll see. <laughs> really, you know, we'll, 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 Caitlin and I will workshop and we'll get back yeah, it's, to it's you. Okay. Totally this has been Big Stupid Star Wars Monsters with Caitlin and Bush. Tune in next week. We'll see if we get another one. Anyway, this thing grabs the massive, swats it away. It kills the roadie. And then I'm like, well, won't miss you. Womp womp. He swats yep. the kid aside. And Caitlin, like you said, it goes to uh, kill the kid. Boba then mounts it with a chain and chokes it out mm-hmm. he then stand and there's a great moment of boba standing in the sunlight triumphant as the music blares and a chain in his hand we cut to the kid running triumphantly with this with this beast head back to the settlement one of the other chief tuscans hands and they're all coming out and they look very proud and they're all yeah and they're nicer as fine as much finery as tuscan raiders have and they're all really happy one of them's impressed and just kind of without looking at him hands boba one of the fruit water things, Boba drinks, cut to credits. Yeah. That's the beginning of, as you said, Matt, it, it's the beginning of, of er, earning their respect. Yes, exactly. And that's more, that goes more with him than fear, if that's in fact the journey of this show. And I think um, we're kind of all hitting on that. Yeah. Now, um, I'm going to forego how I sometimes get Goro confused with Kano. And when you first said Goro, I was like, well, the guy he talks like this and has a laser. Oh, I didn't nope. look anything no, like not, not that, not that one. No, I'm going to nope. go right past that. Okay, yeah, good. not that. No, well, I said I'm going past <laughs> um, Like Mando, we have amazing credits coming over the stunning uh, concept art. The score is amazing. I love this, this song that they're playing at the end, which I said is out right now. A lot of things from the first trailer is in this episode. Yeah. There's still some things left. We've still flashbacks can still reveal how we regain Slave One. Mm. We still don't know how that happened. Mm. There's still one of the recent spots is this random kid on a speeder that's very prominent. Yeah. Who knows what that kid's deal is, if that's going to turn out to be a flashback of a young Mara Jade or mm. something like that. All bets are the wrong. call me maybe girl on the lot. bike. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Carly Rae Jensen on that Jepson. bike. I don't know. 
Jepson, sorry. Oh my god, yeah. I don't want to upset those even fans. I'm sorry. I knew it was <laughs> even even I knew it was wow, Jepson. Matt. That's how I'm bad sorry. That was. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Carly like Ray it. Goro over here. That's um, the thing in this episode that's causing the most outrage. Yes. Is, is <laughs> yeah. That's what's enraging the fans. That's fandom. what so, it is. Yep. Um, Caitlin M. Bush. Hey, we just watched this. This is crazy. But here's the number. Final thoughts on this episode. It was great. Um, I love all of the flashbacks that we're getting. And I love that it really, uh, like I said, is taking it slow. And I love the continuing relationship of of true respect and admiration that uh, Boba and Fennec seem to have for each other. That's like it's a it's a partnership. He's the boss, but he absolutely respects her. Let, let me ask should. you this, do you, and it's something I, I thought of before that I'm wondering. It's do you not only do I do is their relationship asexual, and I'm expecting it to stay that mm. way. Boba, I'm I'm thinking Boba may be asexual. Period. He doesn't strike yeah. me that he's interested in romance in with anyone. Anyone with anyone? I agree. Like he just doesn't do that. Uh, he just doesn't seem really interested in anyone, and that's great. Uh, no need to to add another layer to this, and he's never been a character other than that little uh, uh, chin touch that we've seen yeah, him do chin, in the, the original. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's the one thing, and that's like added by somebody who is like that was not Jeremy Bullock or Tamara Morrison exactly. in the suit, and I'm like, that's. So I I think he's got he's got other things on the brain. He don't need no romance yeah. going on up in yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't think he even feels that. Or maybe he does. I don't know. Who knows what he does when you close that? We're gonna find out. Anyway, Matt Romano. Final thoughts as well as any predictions you might have in that dance instructor head of yours for next week. <laughs> well, well, maybe Bobo will get with the uh, the flash dance Twilight lady. Uh, maybe or maybe they'll, she'll try. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. You don't think so? She'll try to romance I, I, I him, maybe. Think if, I, th- I think if Jennifer, if Jennifer Beals is going to romance anyone on the show, it'll it'll be Fennec. It'll be <laughs> Fennec. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's fun. Um, well, that's fun. But also, uh, I like in this episode uh, the continuing rehabilitation of the Tuscan Raiders. Uh, yes. In this new era of Star Wars, it seems we keep getting every story is kind of just showing us a little bit more about these people. And they're not as bad as we were uh, yeah. intended to think as we were with growing Ma- up with Mando in last season. You yeah. get to see so much more of their culture. I that's, that's, yeah. that's good, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I right. like these guys. I think they're, you know, they keep showing that they're, they're good people. I, I'd say that that's really interesting. And, and between this and, and Mando, like you said, because I, I think eventually we're going to know more about them and their culture than we know about any yeah. Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. If we stay around Tatooine race yeah. or culture. Save maybe, you know, we, we know a lot about Mandalorians now between Rebels and the Mandalorian, but it's, it's, um, and Clone Wars. And, uh, the, the Naboo, maybe? Yeah, the Naboo begins. Naboo. They, they, they're so smart. They, yeah. They, Here's a hot they, take. They, their brain's so big. Yes, go for it, Matt Romano. <laughs> Here's a hot take. I think that the, these Tusken Raiders are going to help Boba get Slave One back. I bet we're going to see a flashback where, like, he finally gains her respect. He's like, help me get there, get my ship back. And together, as a coordinated effort, they're they like, get, "Yeah, they bro, get, they get anything you want. Yeah, they get it back. No problem." And, what do I and get one of one of them that that could, that that 
that is very eloquent is going to say, Oh, right, Mr. Boba, we will help you get your ship back, but what you do to get your armor back from Mr. Carbanth after that is entirely up to you. <laughs> no, he's like, Mr. Boba Fett, we've found Boba Fett's spaceship, and it's in Docking Bay 5. <laughs> Slave 1? No, it's Boba Fett's it's spaceship. Boba Fett's spaceship. You, found, you found what? You found Slave 1? No, we Boba found Fett's Boba Fett's spaceship. spaceship. It's the same thing, isn't it? No, they're two different things. No, two different we found things. the Razor yeah. Crest. What? The Mandalorian spaceship. We found Han Solo's spaceship, too. What, the Arab? Aravea? No. The Millennium Falcon? No. The big one from Force wow. Awakens. The Aravea. Is that what you call it? All right. All right. Anyway, that's it. With that, we're going to go to break. But stay with us. We got more coming up after this. Don't turn us off. Hello. I'm Jackie from Pot of Time. Pot of Time is a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by Nicole Dressbell from Broad City. And she was a writer on Wet Hot American Summer. And myself, Jackie Jennings, who you might know from the Sci-Fi Channel. Pot of Time is a podcast for Wheel of Time diehards and newcomers alike. I've read all the books, and I may or may not own a great serpent ring. I absolutely do. I'm wearing it right now. Nicole is a huge fantasy fan who is going to experience Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson's series for the first time in TV form. She never read the books. Join us as we break down every episode from the perspective of longtime fans and enthusiastic first-time watcher. That's Nicole. New episodes drop every Tuesday, everywhere you get your podcasts. See you there. We're back, and now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. In comics news, everything from both Marvel and IDW is almost wrapping up for the year, with Bounty Hunters number 19 releasing just this morning on the 29th. Also released this morning... Star Wars Adventures number 13, and also released this morning, Matt Romano from prison. I bailed him out. But it was a packed <laughs> year in terms of comics, and as well as Matt being in prison, it was a packed yeah. year. Not only was there the huge War of the Bounty Hunters crossover, which I'm wondering if that's just going to be thematic, you know, tie in if you really look for them with this show, or if there's going to be a direct one. There's some opportunity. There's the somewhat recently released Crimson Rain comic over on the Marvel side, which continues the rebirth of Crimson Dawn under Kira. And also, don't miss out on one of my favorite new comics recently, the High Republic Adventures Annual from IDW, in addition to their regular numbered uh, issues, which will be coming back in the new year. The annual has five stories in it, one from each of the five Project Luminous authors. So one story from all five of the authors. And some of them are setting up things that we're going to be seeing in wave three of what? Speaking of that, let's swerve on over to book news. Lately, whenever we talk books, we're usually talking about Star Wars, the High Republic. Verity pioneering and adventure marked the era of the High Republic. An interconnected book and comic storytelling initiative that just keeps getting better and better for me. Oh, I love it so much. The end of phase one of Star Wars The High Republic begins very soon with The Fallen Star by the great, great, great Claudia Gray. Start your 2022 off right on January 6th with this novel. It will be followed shortly by Midnight Horizon by the equally great Daniel Jose Older, who's a really fun Twitter follow, by the way, on February 1st, and then Mission to Disaster by Justina Ireland, who's also great and a lovely person. They all are. That book has been delayed until March 1st. It was supposed to come out a little earlier, but now it's just going to be delayed just until March 1st. In terms of The Fallen Star, which, as I said, January 6th, 
It's still under embargo, so I can't and won't say a single word about it. Mm. But I believe in our next episode of this podcast, the embargo will be up and I will be able to give it a... Uh, what do you what do you think it's gonna Divulge. be? But it's like I'll be Come able to on, talk yeah, about yeah. it. Just just a little bit, just a little bit. And now I'm gonna turn over to Matt for a little segment we call Business Time. It's business. It's business time. Woo! Wow! Hey. Business time. Hey, welcome to the business time uh segment. We're gonna make this really quick. Uh we've got something new for you guys to check out. Uh we are uh we got a website. We're starting to work on a real website. website. Yeah, you heard about this thing, the internet? <laughs> the internet. Yeah, and, and the web, if you haven't heard. Web. <laughs> yes, we are the proud owners of returnofthepod.net. Ooh. .net, you know. It was, was it, com- it, CompuServe wasn't available. Net. CompuServe wasn't available. Um, so uh, head on over to returnofthepod.net. Uh, there you can link off to buy merchandising. Uh, we have a a blog feature that we're going to light up and maybe uh, you'll get a little uh, writings from Caitlin O'Brien along the way. We also have an awesome feature where you can leave us voicemails. So if you have a question or just have something you want to say, uh, a message for us, whatever, you can go to returnofthepod.net, record it. Uh, we'll listen to it. And maybe, maybe if uh, if we have some time, we'll feature some of those on the show. So uh, we invite all of you to head to returnofthepod.net, leave us a message, sign up for our newsletter. I don't know how often we're going to use that feature, but we finally have a, uh, a destination uh, where we'd like to collect a lot of things. I don't know. This is the first I've heard of a newsletter, but, but two, two questions for you, Matt. Please go ahead. Two, two, two questions. If, if, if say somebody leaves a voicemail is, is the understanding that if you leave a voicemail there, we're, we, we have the full right to play it on the show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You leave us a voicemail. Or is Those there are the terms and conditions. Well, we got to follow up with this release. And it's like, and the DocuSign is going to be right. No, it's just, That's it's a good understood question. if you, if you do that. Yeah, it's understood if you so leave you, us a you voicemail, don't have an answer it's ours. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I don't have a legal uh, answer to that. Okay. <laughs> Second question. Yes. Now the internet. Yeah, now, the internet. That's the one with e. That's the one with email, right? That that's the one where you can go, uh, you know, and and punch up in the bar. You type in http colon slash slash www dot. <laughs> Well, this is a scintillating conversation. <laughs> anyway, also, also other, other business the, time, if I may. The store, the store, the store. Yeah, the, the there's store, the, store. the store. We have the store. Uh, return of the pod dot store. store, which will also be folded in to return of the, uh, the pod.net so you can get the merchandising there. But also, my last uh, store. point of store, store what I say. No, you got it. But, I'm just <laughs> okay, good. Store. I'm excited. Yeah, store. Store. Um, and then the last piece of news uh, before everybody tunes out here uh, Spotify has a new feature where you can rate podcasts. Way too late. So, Way yeah. too late, Matt. <laughs> if you haven't already, and you're listening to us on Spotify, and we know a lot of you are because you shared your Spotify wrapped with us. Um, so please, uh, why don't you check out um, uh, Spotify and rate us five stars? That would be great. Eey. Awesome. Eey. And that's it for and my if business you time, right? Rate us less. If if you want, no. if they want to rate us less, they can just not rate at all. Yeah, yeah. you want to rate less, yeah, then you can leave a voicemail. Yeah. You got less than five stars, leave a voicemail, and then you yeah. can just yell at us, and you know, you, it's you, fine. you can yeah, also sir. you can. Feel free to feel free to not rate. I mean, please don't know? please yeah. don't yell yeah. at me. I'm very sensitive, stars. but yeah, please we're, we're, leave Caitlin alone. Caitlin's very sensitive. <laughs> I'm very sensitive. Always thinking about his next dance class. Yeah, she's very <laughs> sensitive, and and Matt's Validation. just thinking about what he's going to eat. Yeah. That's the next thing that's going to be delicious. Um, well, thank you, Matt. That has been business You're time. Team business.
building exercise 99. And now I'll turn it over to the Jedi Master for our next segment. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and now it's time for Caitlin's Word of the Week. The Word of the Week is Youngling. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. Oh, great word, because we got younglings. younglings. There's a, 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 a Tuscan Raider yeah. youngling, you know? Great. Yeah. I feel confident. Yeah. That's a word we heard I'm in the episode. That's that. the connection. That's good. Yeah. That's, really good. Yeah, yeah, that's that was in the show. It was in the show. Yeah, yeah, the everybody show. get that? Yeah. Everybody got that? Nice. Yeah. Everybody got that's that? That's going to take us into real talk. <laughs> I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. I want to give a hello to Master K6 on Apple Podcasts, and thank you very much for your very kind words, as well as your five-star rating. We really appreciate it. A thank you to everyone for posting holiday photos of you either wearing Return of the Pod merchandise for the holiday or receiving it for the holiday. Listeners like Young Go Hard, who sent a photo of some Star Wars gifts that his girlfriend gave them, which included a many boats bitch Fanny those were and, and there was a, there was there was plenty of 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 return of the pod gift giving going on over the hol- over the holidays which really flat yeah. out stunned me so amazing what else can I say but merchandising 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 where the real money from the podcast is made <laughs> now, a few listeners have also reached out in a number of different ways about if we were good, because every now and then we do a bonus episode where we where we travel over to the MCU and we talk about Marvel, because obviously, oh, we're, yeah. well, not obviously, but we're also we're, big, we're big, big Marvel fans. We like things, if it's yeah. big and loud and geeky, we're, we're probably- We're probably there. We enjoy things. Yeah. We, 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 we like to like things, you know? Yeah. Some, uh, well, not some, but quite a few now to the point where I'm bringing it up, have asked if there's going to be a bonus episode about Spider-Man No Way Home- if Ooh. we're going to do one, honestly, we hadn't planned on it, but it sounds like this movie is just really limping along and could use a box <laughs> yeah, office Yeah, no boost. one's really seeing it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it probably could use the three of us to help it out a little bit. Um, we're not committing to anything, but so, we'll, I mean, we're, we'll see. We're all in different places. We're all doing different things. Matt has his dance class as well as a new child. Um, so... If we can, we will. I will just say all all three of us were very big fans of it, and we'd really love to discuss it. We've been discussing it on our uh, on, on our, our own separate yeah threads yeah. and whatever else. Um, so if we have a moment, we'll yeah, see what we can. Uh, oh, not to interrupt, Let's but there was several more calls since this uh, recording started. Who the Chris keeps calling then? Uh, it's the CQA Canon Quality Assurance. What what do they what? want? And, uh, and something what? about putting me on trial for repeated lapses in canon knowledge. Oh, it's it, it's uh, being taken Ryan. care of. It's it's certainly not the basis of a season-long arc or uh, anything. No. Like Matt, I knew he was going to do this. Uh, can't wait to meet these clowns. That's going to do... <laughs> Look, uh, <laughs> well, they're not going to like that one bit. Oh, no. Um, oh, in case man. you're listening, CQA, that's not canon. Oh, no. Just, just in case. Are there clowns um, in Star well, Wars? That's going to do it for... <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, good lord. Oh, boy. They're not going to really like that. I really hope not. They're not going to like that. Yeah, there are. There's oh. us. Oh. Um, as I said, that's going to do it for this episode. But join us next week where we'll continue coverage of the Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. <laughs>
and do all of the same stuff that we did today, as well as all of the scintillating Oof. conversation <laughs> that we've had. Yeah, you said it. Um, in the <laughs> meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Return of the Pod. Matt, remind me what that website is again. You can find us at returnofthepod.net. Net. N-E-T dot net. And dot net. And net. Don't, for, don't forget returnofthepod.store. Yes. Um, for all of your merchandising needs. You can also find us directly, Caitlin and Bush, occasionally. Every now and then you can be found where? Every now and then I can be found at, at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beer, not like the presidents. Matt Romano, you can be found where? You can find me seeking validation on Twitter at, at Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. <laughs> and I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take it, Sheevy, and remember... Hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken many boats for light and life. The Force will be with you always. Be the spark. <laughs> <laughs>